listening to 66.6 Fright FM. Good, Good evening, evening, everyone. You're listening to Fright, Fright FM, the only horror podcast which now has the correct host. Uh, back from the Black Lodge. Ooh, damn. Don't, I am don't not, come for a memory. I am like not that. Mr. D, I guess. Mr. what? Is, oh. it, is that not what uh, Cooper's Black Lodge is called? What do you call his, him? His Black Lodge duplicate is Mr. C, right? Yeah, I just, I think you said it in a way that, like, I'm not used to. I was like, what? Mr. D. I said Mr. D. Yeah. Um, uh, Mr. E, like uh, Mystery from Mystery Incorporated. Uh, the best Scooby-Doo show. The best. Um, they killed someone. They killed multiple people. There and are Scooby-Doo's an alien. Uh, is he? He's a descendant. He's of a aliens. descendant. Um, spoilers for Scooby-Doo. Sorry. Yeah, I guess we just Actually, kind of probably the most important. Spoiler yeah, I was about to say. I think we just. I mean, the people dying thing isn't too no, much of a spoiler. If you don't know that by now, you probably don't care enough to ever really watch, watch Mystery. Yeah. You're good. Um. So yeah, you're back. You're not in the Black Lodge anymore. Uh, yeah, it's confusing in there. It it took me a bit to get my way out. Well, I'm sure it's a, you know long corridors with just red curtains. And mm-hmm. did you run into your doppelganger? Uh, I think it could have also been a hall of mirrors. I'm very <laughs> bad at telling. Right. Uh, you know, uh, d- just try not backwards speak on the podcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know. I know that, that, that that's a lasting effect. Actually, if you play everything I've been saying backwards, uh, I, I say, I've been saying I love Satan over and over oh, again. Oh, see, uh, see, what happens if you play me back is I say Paul McCartney is dead. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, little. That's troublesome. <laughs> um,. Just kidding. Just riffing on the Beatles fan who thinks <laughs> Paul's dead. You know, um, and if he is, does it, it's like, and there's no discernible difference between them. Does it matter that much? Like, I just feel like it can easily turn into Paul isn't a bad person. Does because, it matter who wrote Temporary Secretary? Right. Uh, no, it doesn't. Um, so anyways, not what we're here to talk about, conspiracy theories of whether Paul McCartney is dead or not. We're here to talk about horror movies. Um, and... Oh, horror movies. Yeah, not horror movies. I, I only watched horror movies. You, Daniel... Oh, fuck. This is a Black Lodge. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. It's okay. I forgot. Like, Guys, I we... was in there. Everyone, everyone talks so weird in there. I know. It's hard to figure know. out what people are And I saying. called you on the, the, the landline and not on your cell phone. Yeah. And, and, you know, reception is always foggy when you're in the Black Lodge. Uh, so I, I guess we got to end this podcast now. We got to watch. What did you watch instead of Fear Street? Uh, Like Coyote Ugly and... <laughs> Like burlesque, <laughs> <laughs> not burlesque, man. Everybody got AIDS and Pretty shit. Pretty woman, she's a whore. <laughs> she's she's a reformed professionally. Whore. She's a reformed whore. Have you not seen that movie? I know. I know she stops being one. Yeah, it's basically Pygmalion. Yeah, well, yeah, it's based right. off of Pygmalion. Man, isn't it crazy to think that there's now like two prominent musicals based on Pygmalion? There's so many Pygmalion adaptations. Like, Why? I don't know. You know what there should be more adaptations of? 
any other story. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't really care. About oh, I, I, I just realized a movie we also need to talk about that isn't the Suicide Squad. That isn't also a horror movie. Portrait. Oh, yeah. We'll okay. get to that. But wow, that was in reference to a conversation we had before the mics were on. I know, I know, I know. But, um, uh, a little. Yeah, so we talk about horror movies. So let me just think about. I'm, I'm sure I watched some. There's a lot of TVs in the Black Lodge, and they're all like most of them are like just straight up images of violence. Right. Um, but you know, I think like like Rob Zombie's Halloween was playing at one point. So. <laughs> Um. Uh, well, specifically, uh, you know, I've I've ventured into the Black Lodge too. I think one time they actually had a split screen TV, and one side was playing the original Halloween, while the other side was playing Rob Zombies. You know, for a little. And it was yeah. I think I saw that one too, and it was like flipping back and forth between uh, the audio. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was great. Um, yeah. and and they but they were speaking in reverse. You know, it happens. Anyways, uh, speaking of Black Lodge and things about the Black Lodge, we watched Twin Peaks. Fire Walk with Me, um, the prequel slash sequel to the uh, famous television series of the same name. If you want to watch that and don't want everything spoiled for you, just skip about 15 minutes into this. We'll probably be talking about another movie at that yeah, point. I, I don't know how much we will end up spoiling. Like I'll say I haven't finished season two of Twin Peaks still because um, it's so hard to do. Right, once but I still watched it. I we were watching it, and at certain points, I was like, um, "Mason would be like, do you want me to explain this to you?" And I said, "Would I understand if I had finished season two? And he said, "No, no, not really." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only thing that like it kind of happens is with a certain female character um, that pops up from season two. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't. It's Annie. Uh, yeah, Annie. Yeah, I mean, if you don't know who right. Annie is, it's not much of a spoiler <laughs> right, right. to mention her. Uh, yeah, Annie's in it. Uh, is there any other big season two things that I'm trying to think of that like you kind of need to know off the bat? Um, um, like the other members of the Black Lodge. Yeah, those are introduced more in season uh, two. I feel like the whole uh, the arm thing was introduced in season two. Uh, yeah, because the man with one arm is like not very big in season one we really only meet bob yeah i mean we see him in the dream sequence that dale has mm -hmm. um i'm upset the giant was not in firewalk with me um well don't worry season three has He's you covered three as uh, a tree no the oh. arm is oh okay the arm's a tree he didn't come back the the, the guy who played uh he might be a different character though question mark I don't think personally he is. Other people think he is. Um. That's right, folks. You're <laughs> hearing us say that an arm who is played by a dwarf becomes a tree. Yeah, uh, might be someone different. Wait, hold on. No, 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 no. That oh, the giant. The giant might be someone okay. different because in season three, he's given the name of the fireman, and he's not referred to as the giant. So uh, David Lynch is a crazy man, <laughs> and I love him. Um. So, Firewalk with me. So, uh, context for this movie. It was originally four hours long. It is cut down to two hours and 15 minutes. And it feels very distilled. Like, it is It is pure Lynch. Right. It. This is, I think, his most heartbreaking thing he's ever made. Um, it is distressing to watch. So, like, the first 30 minutes have nothing to do with the town of Twin Peaks. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> 
Um, and if you know the original series, you kind of understand what's going on because they're it. All right, spoilers now from here on out. If you want don't want spoilers, I'd say actually it's around the eight minute mark. Go for safety twenty five minutes in. Anyways, oh, I, I hey, we talk about things for a long time, buddy. Um, so they're investigating the murder of someone we heard about from season one, Teresa Banks. Um, and well, actually we first got to talk. I, I don't know if you liked it as, as much as I do. I love the opening credits. Uh, we have like beautiful music from Angelo, uh, Baldamenti, Baldamenti and, uh, it's zooming out and you're kind of like, what is this? And it's a TV we learn, and then it gets smashed in and you're like, ah, I get it. <laughs> Um, because this, this doesn't feel like the show. No. Like, it feels like the show, if every weird thing from the show was squished into a, a two hour, 15 minute window, right. which uh, doesn't mean, it does not mean at all that it's bad. It's just like, there's not, um, you don't have the comfort of that. Yeah. Solid you don't have soap cable, opera. cable comfort. Right. And, uh, in the original cut, there was a lot of that stuff from the show. Like uh, you, you could tell that Lynch was trying to balance it. Though, am I glad some things were cut out? Yeah. Um, am I sad some things were left out? Yes. Like the whole scene with Pete Martell <laughs> arguing with this guy about how there needs to be an industry standard for wood, and if he doesn't want his wood, he can go somewhere else. <laughs> While Josie just looks so distressed the whole time. Yeah, we're missing a lot of the, um, we're we're missing a pretty decent amount of the cast. Not not even just in terms of like the cast, but also just characters are not present in Firewalk with Me. Right, uh, which makes for I think a more streamlined. This is Laura's story. Yeah, I think that works. Right, but it it feels kind of weird. Um, cause you do see a lot of characters in an episode of Twin Peaks. Yeah. Oh my God. It's bouncing from this character to now this character. And what is this character doing? This is more, this is very focused on Laura and in a good way. I think it really works. Right. After the first three minutes, it's just Laura. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we're introduced to Chet Desmond and, oh my God, I'm going to forget the other officer's name. Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, so originally it was just going to be Dale. I learned this. It was just going to be Dale. Uh, but kind of split into two characters because Kyle McLaughlin didn't want to be a part of it. So, and fun fact, Chet Desmond, Dale Cooper. Get it? Um, And, well, our first scene after the the, the thing explodes is uh, Gordon Cole uh, yelling. Uh, And I love David Lynch as Gordon Cole. It's just great. Anyways, um, so yeah, the first three minutes is like, I wouldn't even it slowly introduces you to the darker elements of this world. It's just like, here's this fuck shit. Mm -hmm. And you get like, if you're not prepared for weird black loud shit to happen, you know, the movie kind of, it just hits you right right. in the face. Like, no, this is weird black, black loud shit. Uh, You know, there's a scene with David Bowie and his character. Um, uh and uh it's one of those scenes that you can tell was a longer scene in the original cut Mm -hmm. and it's just completely truncated here uh you know we do get some dale cooper 
uh, not as much as I think some fans were wanting from this movie upon initial release. Uh, Which, yeah, like I I love Dale as a character, but I this movie is such a good idea because in Twin Peaks, I'm I I don't think Twin Peaks the show necessarily needs me to care about Laura Palmer. And it and it doesn't need me to really know too much about the tragedy. Like I am, I am viewing the tragedy and the the hurt through other people. Right. It, that's well. That's the whole point. Is you're yeah. spo- the, the murder of Laura Palmer is what sets us on this story. And again, I mean, discussing season two when the murder is solved, that's why David Lynch just mm-hmm. stopped giving a flying fuck. But seeing Laura's story, uh, I think, and like, just how sad her the events leading up to her death and how what was happening in her life, it just makes it so much more potent as a story. Yeah. And honestly, I think it is... I I know Lynch likes telling stories out of order sometimes, but, like, I, I, I wonder if knowing... You, you can't... To effectively tell the story, you cannot know what's happening to Laura until later on in the series when you find out things so that you have satisfying reveals. But I, I guess it lends itself to going and rewatching this, like the first season. Really. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think that, uh, you know, the fact that David, you know, was like, <laughs> love Cheryl Lee so much. And is like, you know, I know I killed both of your characters off, <laughs> But listen, I want to do this prequel movie, and I trust you so much in this role. And she fucking crushes kills it. it. She's she, so good. And, and she she didn't really have a career after this movie, which I just find fucking baffling. Because she the the way she's able to thread her lore is just mood swings, and you know, like this. There's a scene with Donna at the at the roadhouse that I think is an excellent example of Laura just like pulling back and forth between, mm-hmm. you know, I want to be badass Laura, but I also am trying to look out for my friend who I care about. And I don't, you know, she doesn't want these people to know about this double life she leads. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just fucking heartbreaking. And the scenes with her and her father, uh, mentioned to the guy who I can't think of the guy who plays the father's name. Ray Wise. Ray Wise. He he he's great in this too. Uh, you know mm-hmm. Leland in the you know Leland in the show is great, but you know so again spoilers. But him really blurring the line of what's Leland and what's actually yeah, Killer Bob. Uh, like letting getting good focus on Leland just shows like Ray Wise is a really really good actor, and so Cheryl Lee and like. Uh, for me, they're the two standout performances, definitely. Yeah. Like, so good. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's this the, the scene right before her murder with James. Oh, my fucking God. And, like, there's this, there's this moment where she gets off, and, like, at this point, like, she's told James to, like, let, just leave me alone. And then she just, like, hugs him and, like, burst out i love you james and how she oh it's heartbreaking mm-hmm. oh it's fucked um and i just i'm sad that like i understand why this movie didn't necessarily do great i just wish like 
earlier people would have realized it was better than a lot of people said. Because maybe some things would happen and Cheryl Lee would have had a career. But besides the point, um, I mean, uh, it, it's it, it's just, again, it's uh, even like with Blue Velvet, Blue Velvet has like a glimmer of hope at the end. Like Blue Velvet's fucked throughout. But at least like Blue Velvet ends like with some satisfactory like good has won in the end. Yeah. Like with Firewalk with me, a lot of people, okay, a lot of people view the end as happy. I don't know about that one. <laughs> you know, because the the problem with Twin Peaks is that the violence happens and then it just keeps, keeps happening. happening. Um it's almost like oh, no. That's what it's about. Uh, and and I'm glad we're talking about Twin Peaks cuz it's very related. Well, that's what yeah. I was trying to go into. Uh but we'll get to that cuz you you know, do you want to talk about some other movies real quick? Um yeah, any, anything before we get into the main movie. Um, uh, you wanted to talk about Suicide Squad. Good uh, I, d- I just thought about mentioning it. It's not yeah. a horror movie. Uh, it's got a giant monster in it, so that's right. my excuse. Right. It has a... It, would you consider Starla... Uh, oh, my God. Why am I blanking? A kaiju? Out? Yeah. They actually call him a kaiju oh, in yeah? the movie. Yeah? Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> um, no, it's super great. Uh, don't let the original... Tarnish it for uh, you. Yeah. Because it, it, people are calling it the Suicide Squad too on TikTok. I see sometimes it, it's because like calling it Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad is a difficult distinction right. to make. I I guess the because it's technically not a sequel because it doesn't no at no point do they infer Reference. that like the events of the of Suicide Squad twenty sixteen happened. Um, so I've seen a compromise of calling it the Suicide Squad twenty twenty one. Right. Which I guess is what we'll have to go with. Uh, I'll go with the new Suicide Squad. Right for now, because uh, I'm sure now that this one was good, like be more. Uh, it it allows itself to be silly. It allows, and you know that's not all a superhero movie needs, but that's something that DC movies were severely lacking, and a lot of Marvel movies are severely lacking. Not silly in like the dumb way, especially like. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 kind of got on my nerves and Guardians of the Galaxy 1 sometimes would would irk me with some jokes but uh personally for me like none of the jokes felt like the ones that fell super flat in either of those movies or like some of the Marvel movies uh definitely like how none of the jokes like none of the jokes in Suicide Squad 1 like every joke in that falls what? flat what are you talking about but this one it it handles it a lot better and like isn't it great when Harley's like fight, fighting in the elevator and then like she the, the other members beat her and she's like oh you guys take the stairs uh-huh. um <laughs> oh god <laughs> Not I, even going to acknowledge like, that one? No, I can't talk about that movie. <laughs> uh, all the characters are really likable, and uh, yeah. uh, and the the villains, uh, like the conflict I, is handled really well. An appearance by one of my favorite rogues gallery, uh, Calendar Man, but I heard it's pretty short. <laughs> people, some people were mad. At, I guess there's really diehard Calendar Man fans out there. Yeah, me. Um, I am. <laughs> Well, okay. Let me be fair. I'm I'm long Halloween Calendar Man. Uh, yeah. Calendar Man is in it, and then he just says some stuff, and I guess it's sort of themed to him. He said he talks about birthdays. Oh, uh, which isn't really a. I I don't think that's in his purview because those are every day. Yeah. No. So, um, like he's known for like knowing like weird specific like yeah holidays. And um, stuff it's and... he's there. He's played by 
Sean Gunn. Oh, okay. He's, you know, it's all right. I guess if you're a big Calendar Man fan, it, you like it. Right. I'll like it for sure, unless it's... Um, there, there wasn't anything, like, that felt, um, like, oh, you need to know a bunch of comic shit to get this movie. Like, it's very good and accessible to people who don't know anything about comics. Right. Uh, and it's just really fun to watch. Yeah. And also so much better, and I hope it'll make people shut up about the fucking ire cut. Like, I will, I will kill myself if someone <laughs> suggests that giving that man more creative control over a movie would make it better. Have you seen Bright? Have you seen Suicide Squad? Uh, right, let me ask. Yeah, I mean, uh, isn't it crazy that there's also people wanting an air cut of Justice League? Why? What? Yeah, there's another cut that's his, but like Why does he have a cut of but, Justice but, but, League? But, but, but hold on. It was only storyboarded, I would like to note. Um, there was like no footage. It's not like a case where, although I despise Zack Snyder's Justice League, it's not a case where like a good amount of it was already filmed and he could have the resources to just pull it together in the end. Mm -hmm. It's not one of those. It's like storyboards. And the reason people want it is because guys, uh, Jared Leto's Joker's in it. And like, he's a better part this time. And you know like, what is the best part about the Suicide Squad? No Joker. The Joker's not even fucking mentioned. Period. Because, look, I like the Joker. Yeah, me too. I, I, but we're I, not hating on the Joker. I cannot by any stand means. the Jared Leto Joker because it's. He's not the fucking Joker. He could just be. Yeah. He could just be Jack the Gangster. Right, Jack the Gangster, Jack the Ripper over here, guys. Uh, it's so it's so fucking irritating. Um, Anyways, watch the Suicide Squad on yeah. HBO Max. It'll ruin the box office numbers, but you know maybe it'll pressure studios into not um, giving us too much of shit. Maybe it'll change the way movies are distributed um, and made, or that, or that actors are paid. Right. Um, uh yeah, so I briefly wanted to talk about a non-horror movie that we both watched, um, Portrait of Lady on Fire. Yes. Um, one of the most beautiful films I've seen in a while. Is is really nice. Um, it, uh, it's uh, lesbians. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, I I love them. Uh, Haunting to Bly. Uh, just uh, and and I. <sighs> If, so first off, I would like to note it's French. So if you don't like read subtitles and like supporting French foreign films, I don't know what's wrong with you, but you know, not your thing. And as a person who doesn't really like French, it's it's fine. Right. Uh, you get past it. Right. Uh, because the story is just it's really, really good. And it, yeah, it's a beautiful film, and the the plot is. At certain points, it feels like it goes kind of slow, but like, I, I but I don't know if it's slow in the way that it's like, oh, please, can we get past this? Like, mm. it takes its time. Yeah, you, like, I don't know. Like, I would give a shit if like it wasn't beautifully shot or like I didn't care about these characters. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, the plot may be moving slow, but the the characters still make it interesting to watch. Although I'll say like, sometimes the painting scenes got a little muddled up for me like it, those and i think that's like uh, yeah you know but like i i was i mean i've rewatched it upon us watching it multiple times and i i i'm, I'm shocked i'm truly shocked no men given a name in that film 
No. There's not many men in the film. Yeah, anyway. right. There's a, a truly passes the Bechdel test. Yeah. Um, it, it the, because you know I thought like maybe they gave her uh, the her husband who she's engaged to a name, but they always refer to him as the man or the Milan's man. Hmm. Uh, and yeah, uh, use of music too. There's mm-hmm. barely any music in the film, but, but when it's there, when it's used. And I think the actress who has to play Heloise has to play one of the hardest beats for that finale. You know, uh, as an act, as someone who's acted, I don't know if I could have done what she did with just the camera holding on her. There's no dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's and oh my god, I I highly have to recommend this film again. Not horror, but it's a great LGBT film. It's just a great film in general. Uh, kind of riffs off Orpheus and Eurydice a little. Uh, there's a little bit of that element there. It well, is. St- it's not ripping off. And it's I, and not I don't even think riffing. The story, the story is not. Yeah, it does riff off it. Yeah, the story is not like. Yeah, it's it's good, and yeah, it uses this uh, idea of Orpheus and Eurydice that of, I don't know if I've heard before. Maybe it, I yeah, have. It, it uses. Um, it focuses so much on this, like, uh, the the main idea behind, like, Orpheus leading Eurydice out and then turning around is he doesn't trust her. Right. And they, and they address this. Sort of. It's like Orpheus turns around because how can he be sure that Eurydice is not following him? Right. It's because he doesn't trust her, and then that's why she's damned to stay in Hades. Right. And they then this is actually one of the greatest the, scenes in the movie. It's one of the greatest it, it is it's not about that. It's about um I don't know if we should ruin it. Uh because that comes back later in one of the most yeah. poignant parts of the film. But it, it's what is more important, the image of love or trying to maintain right. it. And, and what's more dangerous and what's more safe? Ah. Uh, I'm gonna cry thinking about it, man. It gets me emotional. I, uh, I cry every time at that end. Uh, fucks me up. Um, all right, to the movie we're talking to, about. To Fear Street. To Fear Street. Uh, based on R.L. Stein's first series of novels. Uh, before Goosebumps was a thing, he wrote mm. Fear Street, the teen horror, uh, and uh, it got adapted into a Netflix three-part film series. Mm-hmm. And here we are today to talk about Fear Street, Part One, nineteen ninety-four. Did these all come out in the same weekend, or was it like it was? Uh, it was they. It was uh, every Wednesday, right? They would release. Uh, okay, so July second was nineteen ninety-four, and then weekly. Yeah. Yeah, one week apart. Yeah. Yeah. Originally, uh, before COVID, was going to be released, I think, three months apart? Or uh, more time than that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, look, see if it says in production. If it... Oh, yeah, no, it says... Um, one one th- month after each other? Uh, they were going to release them one month apart. Okay. Uh, but then COVID happened, so they just said, ah, oh, we'll release them a week apart. So uh, we had not watched uh, any of them before. I knew some things about it going in. Um, so let's talk about this scream opening. <laughs> we uh, 
we start with Heather Watkins, uh, played by my hawk. Um, hey, Stranger Queen, uh, Stranger Things Queen. Um, and she's selling this rude customer a book. Um, she's like, that's a great one. She's like, it's trash. It's for my daughter. Um, it's like, oh, fuck. Okay. Um, and uh, she, she closes up shot. The mall closes. Her friend Ryan calls her. Um, and Ryan's like, ah, you're working this late still? And, uh, oh, when have you started working this late? I mean, and she's like, uh, since my mom started buying scratch tickets and stopped paying the gas bill, then he hungs up on her. I was like, fucking rude, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, and then there's a little, uh, you know, a little jump scare, a little fake out, you know, goes, bah! He's got a sex doll. Got a sex doll. Uh, for he some... works in like a Spencer's-esque store. Yeah. I thought it was maybe just like a Halloween store, but like after well, looking, looking at, at it. Stuff, yeah. I think it's like a Spencer's. Yeah. So then uh, there, she's like, yeah, I want you to walk me home. I don't want to walk home alone. I need a ride. Uh, he says that's what she said. Uh, you know. Uh, first thing about this film, the dialogue is... Uh, it's kind of bad. It's sub. And I'll say now that we're di- uh, we watched the opening twice, um, like I don't know, my hawk doesn't feel like she's working that hard. She she's working when she gets killed. Yeah, but Th- that's like, the only time though I think she's like her dialogue, giving a shit. <laughs> her delivery is like it just feels kind of lazy. And she's like, hey, you know, I need a ride home. And, um, it, yeah, her her delivery feels like weird almost. Like it, it doesn't sound like. Just like so, like I feel like this is the first like uh, after rewatching, you know, I feel like this is the first time we're supposed to get the idea that this town isn't all that good, and just from her delivery, we don't get that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I need a ride home because it's not safe alone at night. You know, this town has a history. Yeah, and that's a bad way to introduce that idea because, like, no <laughs> young woman likes walking right. home alone at night. Uh, it's just a thing. Um, so there's a certain, um, <laughs> sort of societal, cultural stigma, stigma. uh, not, not even stigma, just like <laughs> maybe you shouldn't. Right. Uh, so, uh, you know, we get some creepy preamble, uh, you know, things shifting around and then, uh, we get a pretty good scare with the killer stabbing her. Thankfully though, she has a book. Uh, we get some fake outs. Yeah, we get a lot of fake outs in this one. She does eventually get stabbed, but then uses the blow up doll to distract the killer. The killer stabs the blood doll. Um, she starts running. Uh, I don't know who the person she found was dead because I originally just... thought it was the janitor, but the janitor no, comes no. back. <laughs> she she finds some random dead body in the food court, uh, and she's like running through the mall desperately. The killer catches up to her, and this is verbatim just scream. Like yeah. how slow mo in the back, uh, then she falls over, then in the chest, right in the chest, and then too. again, that's yeah. that's how it's done in Scream, and then lift, take mask off instead. In this one, we see who it is instead of Scream, where it lifts up and you know we just see the knife go in again, yeah, and it's uh Ryan, her, yeah, friend. her friend, but Ryan don't look too good, you know, Ryan mm-hmm. doesn't look quite right. At this point, cop comes in, shoots him in the head. Great job. You know, a little late, buddy. 
Um, yeah, she is she is solidly bleeding out, and so in that moment, I'm thinking like, oh, good job, asshole. Why did right. why just shoot him? You didn't. But kind of knowing now, yeah, maybe he. It's like he, he knows. knows, right? Um, because we learn the cop knows something by the end of this. Uh, yeah. So the intro starts. Yeah, which it, it is. Referencing uh, not just this murders, it's referencing mm-hmm. everything. And I'll say it's kind of clunky. There, like, because the information in this in these credits, kind of, <sighs> kind of important to understanding what's about to happen. So, like, I'm trying to think. There's another horror movie that uses like new stuff as its intro, and I cannot think. Um, it's not Texas. Texas opens with like them going back to the old house. I can't even think about it. <sighs> Fuck, that's but there is another famous horror movie that I know uses like news stuff as its intro. Yeah. Um yeah, it, 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 if you're <laughs> I mean, you kind of get the information scattered throughout once this is over, but like if you aren't paying attention, I mean, if you are paying attention, I mean, at least for me I piece together, and I think you probably did. Figuring figuring it out is pretty easy. Like, there's some possession thing going on. There's, like, they keep talking about a witch. People, So there's two towns, Sunnyvale and Shadyside, and Shadyside's super violent, and Sunnyvale is, like, they have no violent crime ever. They haven't had a crime in over 30 years. Yeah. Uh, But Shadyside, like, people are constantly dying. Right. Uh, uh, but and, and there's like a few big serial killers, but also people just kind of die a lot there. Yeah. Um, and like they're really underfunded, and Sunnyvale's where all the rich people live, and Shadyside's where all right. like the poor scumbag people live. Even though they don't seem like that bad off, they just we see... hear about how they're bad off, but like their living yeah. situations seem fine. I mean, yeah. So uh, we're introduced to Dina. Uh, our main character through this who is trying to write a breakup letter to her girlfriend, Sam, um, who lives in Sunny, uh, yeah. Sunny Vale, Sunny Vale. Yeah. Fuck these fucking town names. Um, so, uh, I guess we, I guess we don't know. Yeah. We don't know Sam's a girl yet. Right. Uh, you know, but spoilers guys. Spoilers, gay. <laughs> yeah, it's gay. Um, uh, so, yeah, then her alarm clock goes off. She's like, "Man, we meet her brother, um, who is a nerd. He's he's a, a, he uses the computer. He, he's using AOL chats. Um, Talk about serial killers. So he's like, he's like the early version of girls on Tumblr who really who put flower crowns on Ted Bundy. <laughs> Man, I went down a sideline." dark dive down instagram one time of like trying to just like report all the accounts i could find of like columbine oh fan edits. god i can't fucking stand those Dude. weirdos i was like because like i just found like this whole hashtag that was like dedicated to just like and i was like just trying to report as many as i could because i was like this is just fucked <laughs> yeah um uh so our brother's a nerd he talks to this person on line the about queen of darkness the queen of darkness and he's sir silence yeah it's this is not that important right uh, well might it be i don't know at how the can, end how can it end up being important if we're be, going back in time because remember she was like i know something you don't know like tor- right before Sam, uh, uh right before dina yeah. shows up um so 
yeah, he's talking to this uh, lady who's he's like role playing as a, a knight, knight yeah, for her. Pretty gay. It, it does seem kind of uh, weird. And, and this sad. is when we learn that there's this idea that there is this witch who has died in 1666 and her spirit is evil and comes back and possesses these people. And then it, it makes like citizens of uh, Shady Side. Right. Shady Side? Mm. Shady Vale. Shady, shady. Oh, uh, I got, I got the plot right here. Um, shady, shady side. Shady yeah, side. it makes them in shady side like just murder people. Right. Uh, so they're talking about like, ah, oh, the witch it's at it again. Um, and then Dina's like, get ready for fucking school and stop being on AOL. The Dad's internet, gonna kill you. Fantasy nerd. Right. Internet costs money so much we these never, days. We never, we never meet this dad, which feels weird. But so we're definitely going to meet him in part yeah, two. Yeah, I, th- I think we probably definitely right. meet him in the because second Because it's totally alluding to the fact that he's an alcoholic now because of the events that have happened to him in part two, 1978. But uh, I guess he's a productive alcoholic who goes and yeah, goes to not, work. Not in his house. Yeah. Well, he drinks in his house because there's beer cans everywhere. Yeah, but we never see him drink. I guess we're not in their house too right. much. Uh, so They go to school. And there's a metal detector because they're so violent and stuff. Which... Were the metal detectors in school before Columbine? Like, I didn't think that. Uh, again, I in this universe where this much crime happens, I think we can maybe take an alternate route of this. This was put in place, okay, pre Columbine. I get the feeling it's like, like how much were people concerned about guns being in schools? I guess I guess, I guess we're supposed to take in, it for granted that they were, but like right. every crime in this town seems to be knife. Uh, it seems to be. A knife crime. Yeah, yeah. You know what? <laughs> Actually, every single murder, every single murderer is uses a stabbing, like a, a knife or an axe. The or well, actually, the only murder that is done by a gun is when the cop kills. Yeah, the cop shoots the guy. Ga- oh, kid. and uh, when they kill, well, they try to kill that yeah, one lady. The cop has a monopoly on gun violence, right. which is actually true almost everywhere. Right. Uh, um, not not a hot take, Fear Street. Um. I don't even know if it was presenting that as a hot take. It, right. It just, the very nonchalantly, like, it didn't really talk. You, so sorry, but in our current day and age, you cannot just have a cop shoot a guy in the head. And then it's and not, then not really talk acknowledged. Because um, they don't. And I get, I, I have a feeling, we both have a feeling why. Right. Because the cop, like, is in the know. Right. So, But in the beginning of the movie, that's not clear. Right, right, So it just seems like this cop shot a guy, and then the movie's going to And then, like, the movie does not care. We're just going to keep going, guys. Yeah. Uh, so they get to school. Uh, Josh crushes on Kate. Who is – she's, like, a cheerleader. And Senior. she's Dina's she's best friend. Valedictorian. Yeah. And then we meet uh, Simon uh, – who is their best friend? Who is I again? I am assuming that what they were trying to go for was Stu from Scream. Okay, I have to assume that's what they were going for. Stu or Randy? You know, I think Simon's a bi king. I think Simon's annoying as fuck. Simon is kind of annoying, and I was hoping he would be likable in the beginning, right? But then he stopped doing that. Yeah, like around mostly, the babysitting scene. He was, yeah, mostly because he was being annoying with uh, Josh, right. the, Dina's brother. Uh, I'll, yeah, the names of these characters were kind of hard to keep track of for everybody watching this movie. Well, I, I have to say, they're some of the most 
bland names. Yeah, they aren't very uh, easy. I think Dina's like kind of the only one that stands out Dina's to me. A, Dina's a standout, and then the rest. And are then it's like Josh, Kate, Sam, Simon. Simon. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you know, and then you have like horror leads like Sydney Prescott, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Lori, Lori Strode. Yeah. Uh, Oh, Heather Landcamp. I know that's the actress. Heather, Van, Heather Van Camp. Uh, Landcamp. Isn't what's who's, who's Heather Van Camp? Leather Heather Land. Uh, what's her face from fr- Friday? Uh, not Friday. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, Van Camp is someone's last. Someone famous. Oh, really? Name, right. Oh, I, I. I was just. Maybe trying I'm to... going crazy. I Emily, was... I'm thinking of Emily Van Camp. Oh, okay. Who is um, Sharon Carter? Oh. Gross. Um, <laughs> um, so, God, where the fuck were we? We were talking about their. Uh, yeah, so, so they're in the Josh bathroom. Has a crush on her, and then Dina is meeting with them, and they're like being very, very like crass about these people who just died. Yeah. They're like joking. They're joking about this. And yeah, it's, okay, this seems weird. So they're being crass about it, and other people in the school are being crass about it, and they're joking about the witch's curse and these people dying, and Dina's like, maybe you shouldn't do that. And then the coach is like all band cheer and football um, members have to go to this candlelight vigil for the dead, for the deceased. Yeah. And then when they go to this candlelight vigil, which Dina doesn't, let's make it clear. Dina doesn't want to go to, she's dropped all her extracurriculars cause she's depressed. And I feel like they don't really uh, talk about that. Never again. That seems like a compelling uh, plot line, right? Like she's super depressed. I feel like there's a lot of compelling plot lines in this movie that they just don't go for. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so they go to, Dina doesn't want to go cause she doesn't want to see Sam right. is the idea. Um, Dina tries to get, uh, Kate to give Sam a box of her things and Kate's like, uh, I don't want to no, be in this. you have to do that. Right. So they go to this candlelight vigil. Um, and then Kate's like, yeah, Sunny, Sunny Vale cares. The, the only ones who showed up are the ones who, uh, had to, but also they were just complaining about having to go to it. And also being really inconsiderate of the fact that these people, yeah, people just died. There, so like this movie, and I, I don't mean to say, but it's, it's trying to riff off of Scream, and not understanding what made Scream work. Because there mm-hmm. are scenes where like characters don't care, but, but usually most of the time those are the killers. Yeah, <laughs> like Stu not caring about. You know, in the first scene, you know, where they're like outside and riffing at the fountain, and, you know, at that point, we don't know Stu's the killer. And like, why is he being kind of a dick about this? And, you know, uh, but much later on, it makes sense. And and maybe if it was a thing like, oh, the people in Shadyside are dealing with it because it's just like at, this just happens so much. And so they're, they become kind of cynical about it. But then the Sunnyvale people are just openly disconsiderate. I think it'd be cool if like they were performatively concerned. Yeah. Like that'd be cool. And then they'd be like, they don't even give a shit really. Like right. they're like, just pretending they're, to. They, they just want it to look but, good. But like they get mad and start fighting the Sunnyvale yeah. people when they're like, whatever. Right. It's not a tragedy when it happens every day. Right. And while this is happening, uh, Sam and uh, Dean are fighting and she's like, you, 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 you were, got you don't, don't want to be out. Yeah, also, we got a shot of this guy. So, yeah, I think it's been trying to fake out um, 
have they said her yet in reference to Sam? Have they like indicated she's a girl? No, it's okay. the, like yeah, they are, they are trying to use it as a reveal and be like. <gasps> so at this vigil, Dina is like looking at this girl and this guy from Sunnyvale, and they're like sort of messing around, and then the guy from Sunnyvale fully grabs her with both hands her ass. I hate uh, seeing that. That's one of my least favorite things to see because it's like don't do this in public. I don't so, want to see it. So. One of my exes did that to me in public, and uh, I nearly killed him. Uh, yeah, I was pissed. I was uh, like, I was like, don't. Why? <laughs> it was in a fucking line for food it, too. It looks so weird. We were in line for Smash Burger, and this man went. Uh, <laughs> I was like, ah! <laughs> I was reasonably startled. <laughs> um, so because he did it from behind. <laughs> he just. <laughs> He was behind me, and I was talking to my dear friend at the time, and just fully went, "Whomp!" <laughs> and I, and I, uh, I, and I, Daniel, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. Uh, I jumped that 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 day. Anyways, uh, so uh, yeah, and then like she leaves. Dina's like <sighs> mopey, and then Sam comes on. I was like, "Oh my god, lesbians!" <laughs> Anyways, and then they start talking, and Dina's like, "Here's your stuff." And so like, it's like you broke up with me, Dina, and San- Dina's like, "No, you moved to Sunnyvale. You did it. I made it official, and I don't care." So like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't get like, I kind of not siding with Dina on her whole thing of like, "You're not out. You should be." That's a bad take, Dina. Yeah, it's 1994. Yeah, like. Not a good, not a good take. Yeah, it, uh, I kind of didn't like. I was not a huge fan of that. It's like, dude, you could get hate crimes. <laughs> like, also, also like, I guess Peter, Sam's boyfriend, knows because he calls Dina, um, the D word. Yeah, yeah. But does he? So I guess he did. Sam like just lot. Yeah, I don't think. I hope that the character of Sam, who we're supposed to like, didn't just be like. Yeah, Dina was like obsessed with me. Yeah, like a lesbian. Uh, I I don't know. If, uh, maybe would that's Pete, what we're would supposed Pete, to think. Is Peter okay with bisexual women, but not with uh, lesbians? Right. right. He's okay with dating this hottie that's bisexual, but God forbid you only like women. <laughs> uh, or maybe Peter thinks he's like, what's saving her? Yeah, right. but also like we don't know anything about this. We learn nothing about this yeah, character. Peter dies pretty fucking quick yeah he shows up three times and he dies the third time yeah so uh yeah this fight breaks out we cut to uh kate in the bus like being like oh because kate got hit uh, yeah kate got hit by some dude yeah pretty hard it seems yeah. uh, but then they're all on the bus back to Sh- shady side which uh the guys from sunnyvale call shitty side. side and it's written on their sign when they're going to the thing oh yeah, I, yeah, didn't I, didn't, I didn't yeah they wrote shitty sign yeah very clever, right? Um, and I'm tempted. I've been tempted to say it. Like it's, it rolls off the tongue better. Yeah. Um. So they're going back, and who's driving the bus? But like, <laughs> I feel like it's the um. So the bus Kate, driver like, in uh, Jeepers Creepers Two has more character than this guy. This guy doesn't even show yeah, we off. Never see, we never see the bus. We never driver. see the bus driver. So like, Dina's laying down in the back of the bus, and Kate's up giving a rousing speech to everybody. She's like, "They think they can treat us like that." That's bullshit. You know, they don't care about us. We're going to fucking kill them. Yeah. And at this point, I feel like the bus driver should have been like, 
pipe I, down now, I thought, kids. I thought it was going to be like a thing of like, oh, they're going to get cursed, right? Like they're like they're going to get put into a violent state and then go actually kill people, but then they don't. It was a weird speech. It seemed kind of weird for them to do that. Right. Because I thought it was going to be a genuine. Because um, in a movie where people, the what's presented to you is that normal people go crazy and kill people. Uh, it's kind of weird for normal people to go crazy and say they're going to kill people. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so then we see uh, that this car is creeping behind the bus. Mm. And at this point, I feel like the bus driver... <laughs> There are so many times the bus driver should have done something. Yeah, the bus driver just didn't. keeps on driving and never saying anything. Right. So at this point, they start throwing bottles at them. And I was worried at this point that the driver was possessed. I feel like it's implied that he is? Uh, Question Peter? mark? No, Peter? Or yeah, the bus because uh, what's-her-face is like, S- Sam is like, stop! Well, and I like he doesn't answer. I think he's just a dick. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I guess he's just a dick, but it is confusing because he's wearing the skull mask, and it's not clear to us yet if like the, the skull mask are wearing a skull right. mask because of something. Right. But no, he's just being a dick. So then uh, Dina's like, "I got it." So she opens up the back of the bus and opens up this drink cooler and is holding it out, and then her nose starts bleeding for some reason. I don't know. I I still can't figure. I haven't been able to figure so out why. Like, do you think she like? quickly got possessed by the thing and it was trying to kill sam but they never bring that up right it's so weird so like uh dina's like about to i guess dunk the juice on their car um but uh kate is like dina your nose because she's like violently bleeding out of both nostrils and then Dina's like, huh? And she drops the cooler and it flies out and hits the... And then they veer off the roof. Which wouldn't... It wouldn't have happened the way it was because it definitely looks like it was thrown. Uh, if it fell off the bus, it would have kept Went like, under, the same motion. Right? It would have gone under it pro- most likely. Yeah, it probably would have hit the front right. of the car, but not like hit the hood. Because it hit the hood and splashed juice all over the car and it made them swerve and crash. Right. Uh, and then she's like, stop the bus... At this point, the bus driver cares, I guess, and yeah. is listening. He's uh, not like, hey. Hey, what the fuck? Why'd close, you open the emergency? Close the emergency exit. <laughs> right. There's never Sit the fuck <laughs> down. <laughs> There's never a point like that. So uh, they're, 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 they, they go. Sam crawls out. Peter's like, are you okay? Uh, she falls on the ground and she walks for it a little and she's gra- bleeding and she's bleeding she's not doing too good uh and then she flashes in the witch and blah, yeah she's a little vision um and the ground looks felt like, like low-key like when sabrina has flashes it in did. it was a lot like um in like the very early episodes of sabrina season one yeah like, see it when she eats the malamal yeah 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 uh, it felt very much like big, that. Su- big Sabrina reference right there. If you watch Chilling Adventures, <laughs> dropping. I need to. We need to finish that. You yeah. Need to finish well, that you need to finish I, that. Right. You I've need to watched it. all yeah. the seasons, which is, as I'm saying it out loud, not that much of a flex. <laughs> it's actually kind of sad. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I've watched 18 hours of David Lynch. I'm cool, guys. Uh, so, uh, they, uh, yeah, she has a flash. Dina's like, oh my god. Okay, and at this point, that's when Peter's like, "You D-word, get away from her." Uh, uh, so then, there's like a fake out of something in the woods, but it's just Simon and Kate, and for some reason, they came from 
the direction the bus was not. Um, <laughs> they got lost. Uh, it was so yeah, like both Dina and Kate and Simon both came the opposite direction. They of the go bus. well. They're down the hill, and they come from like where the valley is. I guess <laughs> they're like on flat land when they walk up to him, and it's like, where did you come from? <laughs> Do like they go like a little ways down or I guess I, I don't know. But um, so like Sam starts coughing up a bunch of blood. Oh well, at first there there is one last moment of uh, Simon kind of being funny. It's like how many fingers am I holding up? Oh three, yeah, she's fine. He's like, we gotta clear her airway. Right, uh, gets blood Why? all over. Him. Why they gotta clear? She doesn't show any signs of struggling to breathe. Right. Uh, the I'll say this. The medicine in this film, the oh. way the way like they do medical well, first aid shit is so weird. Even if you have a basic understanding of just some medical, like I feel like everyone in this world knows someone with an EpiPen and kind of know how how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they also apply EpiPens in the wrong fucking place and too much, <laughs> too much, too much, <laughs> too much EpiPen will stop the heart, will kill a person. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, they, they, I kind of liked this scene where they're interviewing everyone. Uh, cops like what happened? And at first it's just, yeah, I I like that. Yeah. And then it like, it it just kind of reminded me a lot of my like favorite moments from Heather's when they're doing like the things Mm -hmm. like that. Uh, basically they're kind of at a standstill because both of them were doing fuck shit. So it's like, they're all lying to the cops and they all have. Uh, well, I guess their stories aren't that complicated, so they're easy to line up. They're just like, it was an accident. Right. Uh, so then, like, the officer is like, I mean, Peter saw you throw the thing. Like, I'm on your side, though. Listen. Toots, baby. Shookums. Yeah, I'm still not sure how I'm supposed to feel about the cop. Yeah. Um. And at this point, Peter comes up to her, and the cop's looking at him all weird. So he just pretends like, to I'm be gonna nice. I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. It's like, dude. What the fuck? Again, people need to stop saying they're going to fucking kill each other in this, in this movie. Script. They need to decide on some other kind of language right. to, so as not to mislead me about what's... It's not even like a red herring like, oh, it's like I... It's having me... It's keeping me from understanding exactly how like the the plot works. Yeah, once again, it's... It's... Again, I, I feel like... Because, again, this movie does have well, – so there are a lot of comparisons to Scream. There are multiple killers. The only thing that isn't, like, the same is the whole supernatural element. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so this movie is trying to do what Scream does, I feel like, in trying to give you these red herons. But Scream's red herons were good mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, also, like, paid off. Like, Peter gets killed, so he's obviously, like, whoosh, suspect gone. And I don't know, like, I f- like. do you feel like they were trying to go? Because I feel like they were trying to go for the red herring thing. Well, the suspect thing is, like, yeah, they went for that for a little bit, but then they, like, cleared up. At what At what point do we, so. Uh, Can I we guess, skip over we this should, plot? I guess we should get to that part. Like, okay, yeah, uh, they go home. Everyone goes home. Um, there's a two-day jump. I guess. Is it two days? It's a it's a day. Never mind. So it's, there's like a day jump. Sam's in the hospital. Dean tries to call her. They're at home. And then like Dina thinks she sees um, the skeleton. She thinks she sees Peter because Peter had been wearing the skeleton mask. Right. Um, she sees the skeleton like the same outfit as 
the guy from the beginning. Right. And she's like, nice try, asshole. Uh, she calls Kate. She's like, hey, Kate, what's going on? She's um, like, I'm babysitting, you know, across the street. Like, that asshole Peter is here. Um, but then, like, the house Kate and Simon are at gets broken into. Kate also um, is sell, sells drugs. <laughs> it's not that important, actually. You think it would be, but... It seems like it would be more important, but it is I not. I guess it kind of does come back with the whole Peter thing at the end. Not Peter, uh, the Simon thing. Uh, but Simon's the know. one who leads that one. Yeah, I don't fucking Kate know. doesn't say anything. So, uh, um, yeah, so so their house gets broken into, and it's a skeleton guy, and he's, like, looking through clothes. And they just don't give a shit that he's in there? Yeah, they're like, hey, creeper, get out of here. And then Simon's like, hey. Don't, don't you know what you're doing? That's like a what if that guy's here to kill us? So like, I okay. One of the biggest problems with this movie is the inconsistency. Is this town fearful of what happens in it, mm-hmm. or is it not? And you know, because there are points where no fear street. <laughs> yeah, there's no fear street. Where is it? Check, checkmate, atheist. Check. <laughs> so, God damn it. So, uh, you know, because there are, there are times where, like, it's trying to go for this town is fucking scared. And then the teens just don't give a yeah, shit. They, do, they don't fucking care. It's so weird. So is it like the adults care, but the teens are like, yeah, we're teens and, and we shit. We never see that many adults, so we don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, we well, How like five adults. Yeah. We meet like five adults. Also, like, I don't know about you. I thought maybe I'm crazy for this. You know that tree they gave so much shit about in the mall scene? I thought that was going to come back. Tree? You know that there's that, that for some fucking reason, there's a tree in this middle of the mall. Um, and then they like when they show the cop walking towards may, the bodies. Well, I bet. Is that not what like. I thought that was the tree she was hung on. Is that not what's going to happen? I, I just feel like they should have brought the actually, tree the back. Mall's, the mall's not important enough for that to be the case. Exactly. So like, I guess it. I guess malls just had trees in them. But like, remember when malls had trees in them? Uh, yeah, like a potted tree, not like a full-grown tree in the middle of a mall. Yeah, I don't <sighs> fucking know. It just felt like a weird thing for me. You know, they like held on it for like. A little too long for me to be like, hmm. So, so then like, <laughs> they get scared and they drop the girls that Kate was babysitting off, and then what even fucking happens? And then they're like, "What's going on here?" They and they talk to, and then and then uh, her brother. Fuck, what's his name? Fuck me. What's the brother? Josh. Say? Josh. Josh is like, I know what's going on here. Wait, is that at this no, point? Does not, he know? Not yet. No, they, yeah, they no. don't. They haven't figured that out yet. They're just like, we need to we, go. Oh, yeah, we need like, to come front. Go tell confront Sam and tell, tell her to get her psycho boyfriend right, to lay tell off. Tell Peter to fuck off. So and they go to the hospital. Like, come on, Josh. And he's like, Oh my god. Yeah, were they? Were, were they like? Was Josh going to stay there? If I was Josh, I would be like, can I come with you all? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how old Josh is supposed to fucking be. Does it say anywhere? The, the actor is 19. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's nuts. He looks fucking young. Yeah, let's compare him to how old his older... 
Well, his older sister is fucking 28, so I have no clue how old <laughs> he's supposed to be. Like, I can't fucking How tell. old is the actress who plays Kate? Um, She does not have a Wikipedia page. Womp womp. <laughs> so I bet I won't be able to fall behind her. All right. Uh, anyways, back to the plot. Uh, we meet our transgender character for uh, for the evening who gets killed off rather quick. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. They go to the hospital. They meet this, uh, this nurse, and then Kate's like, "Tell Nurse Betty that she has a patient." Um, and then they she gets Nurse Betty, and yeah, I guess Nurse Betty is supposed to be a trans woman, but like, I don't know. The movie doesn't seem to care that much. Yeah, and it, and it doesn't. I don't know. It, so like her name no, tag, it, it says this kinda, it, Eddie, and then there's a B drawn in Sharpie. You know how? Uh, uh, let me make a comparison. Uh, so there's American Horror Story and their portrayal of LGBTQ members, and then there's Haunting of series and their portrayal of queer characters and LGBT characters. Mm-hmm. This feels more like American Horror Story. <laughs> yeah. Where they're just gay because the story said it's so. Like. Uh, other than the fact that Dina is mad that Sam is not out. Sam could have easily been a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it It doesn't actually come up that much. Like, man, when I watch Haunting a Bly Manor, I'm not watching it going, you know, Jamie could have been a dude. That would have worked. Because, like, <laughs> we've got a, this whole storyline where Danny is conf- is got this guilt over, like, this boy that she was should have loved, but man. she just didn't. And it, it's like... Isn't Haunting a Bly so it good? It is so good. But, like, yeah, literally in this, the fact that Dina and, and Sam are gay is just not that important. And it, and it doesn't, like, have to be... Like... But it, also they try to make it. Like, if they just hadn't addressed right. that, it would be fine. But they did, and then they didn't do it enough. Right. It's like there is... There, ah! Oh, I really hope the other two parts of this are better than this. Me too. You you came into recording this like much more optimistic, and I think over the course of like Us talking, talking about, about it, it, it's become clear how much this movie like fails. Uh, yeah, because um, I was uh, listen. I was really excited for this. I I th- we're not even halfway through the movie, are we? Me, no. We, I, uh, we should pick it up. Honestly. I, I want to <laughs> skip some stuff anyway. So okay, they're at the hospital. Um, the killer strikes again. Dina, Dina goes to talk to Sam. Uh, they're fighting. Peter shows up. The killer kills Peter. They run. Um, the killer runs right past the other people, though. In right. This case is after Sam. Uh, but also, it turns out that he killed the other people in the hospital. Actually, yeah. That's a plot hole. So, yeah. it's He killed the nurse and Betty, but not, the, not them. Maybe because they know where Sam is, so they're, like, running out. It, it's not clear. Anyways, um, Sam and... Dean are like fighting off the killer while the other three go are... get hijack an ambulance yeah, and somehow an ambulance find they the can't keys. Find their keys, so they're taking an ambulance instead because I guess that's easier. 
anyway, uh, so so they're Dina and Sam are fighting the killer, and then they pull the ambulance up, and then they're like they break away from the killer, but they they push him down and like push his the mask, mask off. Yeah, and, and it's, it's the guy. It's Ryan. It's Ryan. Who got from shot the in the fucking yeah, head. Yeah, the bullet hole is still there. Right. Plot uh, hole. They're spirits, right? Plot plot hole. Oh, wait, what the no, fuck? No, wait, maybe we didn't see Ruby's wrist, though. So maybe yeah. maybe hers are still... Okay, so maybe it's only after that. But, right, after you've become... After you've died. Right. But, um... I gotta text my mom again. She did not get the first code in time. Oh, fuck. I sent the wrong code. Oh, fuck. Same to me. Send the wrong code to me. All right, um, yeah. So they, <laughs> they, it's him, and then they get in the ambulance and they drive to the police station. Right, and at this point, uh, it's your typical scene from every other, the t- cop scene. I should like say. telling telling the cops, and, and they're they like, "We don't believe you." you. He's like, "Hey, uh, you're crazy." Yeah, no. So like, okay, another plot hole ding. I hate to be cinema sins. Um. Why is the cop not giving a shit though in this scene? Because we learn later that he knows, right? Yeah, he knows. Yeah, he knows that this is a thing that can happen, right? Yeah. <sighs> so my theory is, my theory was that they wrote in order, and by the time they got to nineteen in reverse order, not not in release order, but right. in chronological right in order. chronological order, they went. And by the time they got to 1994, their cocaine high or whatever they were writing this on wore off. And they just stopped giving a shit. Because, <laughs> like, we know the cop at the end knows something. Because he slips a note in Dina's house saying, it's happening again. It's and I guess her dad found it. Again. Yeah, because the note's not there when they but get we back. Don't, yeah, we don't see her dad ever. It's weird. It's so weird. Um, yeah, but the cop is like, "Look, we what if her dad's calls. the witch?" Oh, that'd bum, be great. Bum, bum. The cops like we we've been getting prank calls all weekend, and then the the cops get a call from the hospital, and it's like, "Oh, lady at the hospital sounded pretty distressed." Right, and it's and so like, here's the thing: I get the cops not caring about like some of the prank calls, but the fact that they verbatim have described there is this person we know is dead. But the has two, come back two people, one of whom was <laughs> like horrifically in this accident and like it does not look good. And they're both like, listen, copy, there is this killer. We know he's dead and we know we sound crazy, but please believe us. And from the knowledge that we know later on, he knows that this is a thing can happen. Why does he dismiss them? It doesn't make sense. Fuck. So then the cop goes to right. Oh, by the way, at this point we first. Oh, this is when we uh, meet. What's the killer's name? Uh, oh, has the razor blade. Ruby. Ruby. Yeah, so so Simon there goes outside. to piss. He's, yeah, he's, I'm gonna go piss, and then he sees this girl crying, singing in the street, and he's like, "What's up?" Fear Street. <laughs> and then she goes, she goes after him, and she's like gonna cut him with a straight razor, but then she gets shot three times because. Because Dina stole one of the cops' <sighs> guns because she pretended to get into a fight with him so she could steal his gun for some reason. 
Um, and then she uses three of the bullets. And it then doesn't drops work, it. And then she drops. No, she uses three of the bullets and then drops, drops the it. gun. It and doesn't. And then it doesn't work. Right. Uh, so they. Uh, at this point, we learn that the killers can come yeah, back. Well, well, we don't know that this is that girl yet. We just—it's this girl, and she's crying, and she's mm. got a straight razor, and she's trying to kill him. And then Dina shoots her three times, drops the gun, and it—and she grows the bullet holes back. Right. Uh, so then they leave. They're like, "What the fuck happened?" And then Josh is like, "Exp, uh, <laughs> exposition." Simon's like, dump. "She had like a straight razor, man." And and Josh's like, "Wait, wait, she had a, was she singing an oldie like an, an oldie a, oldie." Uh, uh, and he's like, yeah, Elephant Man. Or did you call him Rain Man? Rain Man. Rain Man. Not Elephant Man. Um, uh, I call we've him been Rain talking Man. about David Lynch too much. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, huge exposition dump. And he's like, all these killers. Look at all these killers. And also, only three of them are important. Um, yeah. Which seems like when they keep talking, they're like, so all these psychos are going to come after us? Then they don't. Because like I was excited to low key see the dentist guy, the guy who has his like the face fucked. There's like a there's like a milkman. There's like a kid who beat his parents' head in. With yeah, a that bag. fucking there's kids like, are horrifying. Put the kid in there. It's it's confusing. But then they're like, oh shit, all these people are gonna come back to life. They figure that out fast. Right. Uh, um. So like I, I I and I really like that premise though. Of like, it, it's cool. That is a cool yeah. idea. That's like a really cool idea. And and it's like, why are they coming after us? And they're like, it's because it's Sam. And they're like, no, it's not because it's Sam. But it's like they have Sam's blood on their clothes and stuff. Yeah. So that's why. So, uh, you know, my presiding theory throughout this was the victims were going to be ancestors. Because, okay, spoilers, I don't know if you've seen Fear Street. Maybe you're enjoying that we don't know what happens to the whole thing. I personally don't think the witch we've known that they've been saying is the one doing the killings is the actual one doing the killings. I feel like that's just too much of a red herring. Like, I, I, I feel like there's something behind it. And also, we see the witch at the end, and she has two hands. Hmm. And it specifically said that she got her one hand cut off. Um, True. Yeah. So, you know, uh, besides whether this is a witch or not... um. Oh, fuck. What was my point going to be? Damn it. All right. Well, I had a point. It's lost now. But it's not the witch. It's like somebody else. It's, not, it's somebody else. And Oh, and the, she they're trying to kill the ancestors of that witch. The, descend, right. the descendants of that. Right. What? Okay. Yeah, but I don't think it is that, though. I don't think it's that Because I think it is random. Because, again, at the end, she tries to kill a... Dina and I'm like, well, Dina is, I don't know, maybe she could be the way. Oh, who knows? It, it seems weird. Uh, but so <laughs> then they go to the the place where the car crashed because Sam was like, I had a vision there of the witch, and then they find chains to a skeleton um, that say Sarah Fear. Yeah, and like, I don't know why is this shallow grave just being stumbled upon now i don't know <laughs> why are the bones not scattered all over the fucking place why are the place bones not scattered upon uh, why the uh, <laughs> why didn't they cut like why didn't the cops find those chains at the car crash the, this fuck this movie i think is bad i think the, i think the movie's bad i think it's like really bad daniel uh-oh uh-oh stinky <laughs> Uh, 
man, we got to watch two more of these. 84%. Yeah, it originally had a lower score, though. Like, its first week on, I would like to note that because I I looked out for it. It had a 46. Are we doing a cinema? Like, are we just being too cinema sinsy about this? Or, like. No, we're not because we are usually very lenient on some things. That's true. This just feels like. Yeah, I, it just there's so many confusing points, and are you? I guess you're supposed to watch them all in sequence. Listen, 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 listen. I feel like your lore should make sense if you are going to go for this ballsy lore-heavy horror movie series. Yeah, like call them squirrely as you want. Nightmare on Elm Street has a constant through line of what freddy can do and what his abilities are Mm -hmm. they're fucking squirrely at points but they make sense this feels like oh god i really like this movie at the beginning this is so sad (laughs) um it's funny when you can like a movie and then you start to talk about it then you're like oh wow gee whiz uh so anyways they go back they're trying to figure out what the fuck's going on they find the bones then at this point the milkman comes after him with his axe or the it's the camp no, nightwing yeah. massacre guy yeah it's, he, he he's it it it's jason it yeah it's so like jason. the skeleton killer is scream Beam. and the camp nightwing massacre is jason and i guess ruby lane is like, i have no fucking clue what she is actually <sighs> trying to think of like like a 60s slasher but i can't think of one she kind of feels like a gallo villain a gallo villain Uh, like the villain in like the italian horrors i guess yeah like from the 60s like suspiria and shit i don't know she's the only one that i kind of had a hard time identifying what she the fuck she was supposed to be Uh uh-huh so anyways they chase her they go to the ambulance and at this point they're like, we'll use her as bait. Because they at this point, they've realized that, again, Sam is the thing that they're attracted to. Uh, even though they do sometimes kill other people in the course of trying to kill Sam. The other, again, the only ones that they don't get are uh, uh, the, the two nurses that die in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, they, they devise a plan. They're going to spread her blood all around the school until it leaks at this one point mm-hmm. in the bathroom so that she can escape and then they're going to burn it down this plan works well first they all they all fucking they jerk all off they all ch- so they're all changing to get the blood off of their clothes and stuff and their bodies but it's like uh it's weird so like sam and dina go change in a chemistry right. lab simon like- goes into this random bathroom by himself which I thought it was the same bathroom, at because Josh and because why are the why are there two bathrooms with shit written on the stalls? I don't know. Bad so, design. But, and then Josh and Kate go into a bathroom together for some reason, and then so Sam and Dina start like making out and like fucking, and then Kate and Josh, right? Like Kate's like Josh, can you come help me? And for some reason. Um, and Josh is being a respectful boy. Enough. Yeah, he's looking down at the ground. She's like, "You're gonna have to look at me to do it." And, and then, then he's like, "You're good." And then Simon jerks off. 
Simon jerks off for some reason. Because I guess he's horny we don't by need the events. Scene. We don't need the scene. It was so. This movie <laughs> is an hour and 45 minutes, and it easily could have been an hour 30 or shorter. Oh, man. There's so much excess. Oh, man. Um, so, anyways, the killers come. They all go to the bathroom. They burn it. They're like, it worked. And then, okay. Even though it was kind of CGI, I really did like the shot of the hand coming that up. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, it just felt like Evil Dead, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, I I fucked with it. Yeah, so like the bodies are all exploded and everything, right? But then they like start reconstituting, right? Um, and like, are the so like, are so? I hate to pry on this point too. By the end, they just disappear. So. Are they physical? They definitely seem to be. Then why do they just whoosh at the end? Because they turn into flies, I think. Okay. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so they all run, and they get in classroom, and then Kate's like, they're not coming after us. They're coming after Sam. So just like, Sam, sacrifice yourself. Which Sam's stupid for not having offered. If, for a moment, that plan doesn't work. I'm like, all right, guys, I'll just stay out in the hallway. Right. Uh, kill me. Which Sam does is like, finally, like, yeah, I'll do it. Get out of there. Uh, and Zena's like, no, 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 don't. And then they figure out that that this happened before. Right. I but guess. that she must die and they have to bring her back. So off to the pharmacy, they devise this plan. Instead of just using, as Daniel pointed out, they are in an ambulance. They're also in a school. Like, there's definitely defibrillators in school, and they go in an ambulance. <laughs> like, if she just needs to, her heart stop. Does her brain need to die, or does her heart need to stop? I don't know. Because coming back from brain death, really hard. Right. Uh, stopping your heart, really fucking easy. Right. So, <laughs> at... Also, much safer. So, they're like, we know how to do it. They go to the grocery store. And there's some half-baked reason that simon's giving us of like this guy did this once and so he it's came his back brother okay his brother did he like used all these drugs and then died for two minutes and then came back um so simon knows all the chemistry about this for some reason he's like take these five minutes from now take these four minutes after those and then take the and, and then these epi pens we're just gonna stab there are the sh- so many pills so many pills and then there are six epi pens <laughs> yeah um and he's like EpiPens are Jesus. They will bring you back to um, life. Um they're not. They're not. That's not how it works. Um well it, it it could but also but then so they're they they do like these X's of Sam's blood on them to distract the killers. Yeah, I mean, okay. So Sam can we can just die. say who dies? Okay, yeah. Uh, so they all get chased to the store. Kate gets murdered pretty fucking brutally. Kate gets put through like a meat chopper or it's a bread slicer. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a bread slicer. It's really gross. Uh, Simon gets his head chopped by the axe guy, and, and then it looks like uh, so yeah. Oh yeah, the pill they get chased, and the pills get like fucked up because Sam pukes them. Sam pukes, so, so she's then gonna drown she's like, her. just drown me. They get in the lobster tank to do it too. Right. <laughs> um, could just choked him. Be faster, yeah. probably. Um. Anyways, it looks like Josh is about to be down bad, and he's got. It's hold held by uh, Mr. Skullface over here. Yeah, uh, uh, but then Sam dies. Even though, guess what? You don't go from awake to dead like that. You go from awake to passed out to dead. 
it right. takes a while. They, I'll admit, it does take a while to suffocate her, to drown her. Because hey, it's hard. Compare this scene to another suffocating scene from a promising young woman. Promising young woman very much shows, I feel like, a very real portrayal of how suffocating happens. Yeah, it does. Um, and it's fucked, but it's used in a, an effective fucked way. This is just like, eh. they it, make it, it gay so, for a it second. It takes so long. Yeah, she like grabs her, her hand. hand. It's like uh. it takes so long to drown her. Um, and like, I'm sorry. Maybe the actor should have conveyed this better. Like, I know that they were trying to show like she was worried for Josh, but I feel like she should have cared a little more. <laughs> like, she's just kind of looking at him about to get murdered, and she's just kind of giving this face of like, uh, yeah, she um. Like, that's your brother. So she drowns. The killers are gone. And then she's like, Josh, get the EpiPens. And then they, <laughs> no joke, stab all the EpiPens into her chest. Which I don't know if you know this. She I don't, will die. I don't think they're necessarily supposed to go there. <laughs> and also, She'll die. that's a lot of epinephrine. Yeah, she's going to die. Uh, that's which, it's not good for you which by the way you're not supposed to use an epipen to save someone from drowning yeah uh, that's not how it works right uh, epipen overdose how much how many um me are you gonna let me guess yeah go ahead and make a guess so i think it's up to three up to three little guessing game how here. many epipens will kill you uh, like you'd have a heart heart attack. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think it fucking works <laughs> if your heart is not working, right? Because it it like needs to travel through the blood. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we'll figure out this in an, in a second. Uh, we're looking at the sites, the websites. You know. Uh. So. Oh, by the way, at this point, they try to contact the one girl who lived at the school that's of note because that comes back later there's another scene oh by the way while this all is happening we have the scene with the cop putting in uh it's happening again in dina's house yeah <laughs> immediately started doing the thing uh the giant does <laughs> it's it is happening, happening again, again. It uh is it's happening, happening again. again uh so <sighs> blah, blah blah sam's awake sam's awake they all lie they to go the police to the police again. station yeah uh, she there, there, there's another point of her like being like, yeah, just another fucking tragedy. And yeah, the cops like, look, I want to help you, and I don't really believe the story that Which, we're gonna have again, to say again. He, he should believe. He's like, so two, so two junkies killed these people. That seems too easy to me. And like, I need you to tell me the truth if you want me to not tell. Like the the police department's gonna have to go with that story if you don't tell me the truth. Uh, and she's like. So what? It's just another underprivileged overachiever, and a, a boy who's been supporting his family since he was fifteen. Kid going in on the quick cash of drugs. And the movie hasn't fucking been about that, frankly, the whole time. It was about that at the beginning, and now it's trying to be about that at the end, and it's not about that at all in the middle. Yeah. Anyways, um, there's a gay scene. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's like see you tomorrow and sam's like no see you tonight and then they kiss, kiss in front of her yeah. mom oh my god sister suffragette over here anyways uh man yeah. i'm getting tired talking about this 
later this later sam's at her house and then like she sees that josh, josh has ordered, ordered pizza, pizza. Yeah, 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 yeah um anyways he goes back downstairs starts talking to queen of the night again they get a call it's the girl she's like you can't beat her yeah it's the lady from earlier uh, who survived who's before. a girl from community i it's, don't know it's britta from community um <laughs> uh jillian jacobs so uh they're li- they're like she's like what what's going on and she's like the witch always wins she makes the rules which is confusing so why did the killers not just come right back when sam came back to life right because um, then so sam gets possessed uh and there's you think it's gonna be like one of those moments where she turns sam stab but she turns says sam and then it pans down and she's already been stabbed. yeah she, she didn't notice it 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 but then they start scuffling they start like wrestling and then uh we see the phone and, and then we cut to josh and the, the queen of the night's like i know something and then dina's like tapping and she's like uh we got a problem <laughs> so they go upstairs and sam's tied up somehow i guess she was able to inca- incapacitate her enough with the phone to get her to a state where she can tie her all up with a telephone wire yeah uh, and she's like, like, "We gotta figure this out. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get Sam back. I'm gonna get you my, back. I'm gonna get my girlfriend back." And then cut to black to be continued. No joke, like the end of Sabrina, uh, season one, part two, where uh, Sabrina's like, "We're going to hell. We're gonna get my boyfriend back." Oh, spoilers! <laughs> I haven't gotten there. Oh, my bad. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Damn, I wonder which boyfriend though, because she kind of has two by the time I'm done with. It's I guess the the mystery is still alive. It's probably not Harvey because I know her and Harvey aren't together by the end. Okay. Yeah. Am I right? Well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. But so Harvey's storyline, uh, I think it's better than what like them ending up together. Like I don't care about Harvey and Sabrina. I should not be talking about this show. <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah. Very very cool and uh, hip of you to watch all of Sabrina. Be- <laughs> so like Adventures of Sabrina, right? Uh, it's a it's an no, enjoyable I, show. Hey, listen, I'm uh, going to watch all of it. I'm not trying to rag on. I'm, you I'm time. talking to our our audience. Yeah, if you it's haven't a watched cool Sabrina, show, guys. go ahead. Uh, it's better than Riverdale. It's true. Uh, I think even at its most squirreliest, it's it kind of knows it's squirrely, unlike Riverdale. It, yeah, I think it knows it's dumb. Right. Uh, unlike Riverdale, which is trying to be dead serious. And trying to be Twin Peaks so bad, man. Riverdale is just trying so hard to be Twin Peaks, you know. <sighs> so, so Fear Street Part One. Uh, it's bad. Y- yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not super optimistic going into these other ones. Yeah, but we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Uh, we must. We have to. That I hope our- it's better. Uh, yeah. We got Sadie Sink. Yeah, who's I, I really like her as an actress. She's really good. We uh, got... Um, I, I don't think there's anyone else. Like there, there's no other... Maybe. I'm just going to look through. Cop from the... Is that the cop from the um, first one? Is he credited? So I guess Josh and Dina show up again. Well, again, they have to show up for the beginning. And I think I think the premise is they go back and she's like, let me tell you a story. So Jillian Jacobs is in. I'm not gonna look at her character. Yeah, Jillian Jacobs is in this one. Okay, Sadie Sink and Jillian Jacobs play the same character, actually. Um, 
Yeah. I think Dina character plays someone else though. Uh, Anyways, um, you know, if you oh, want to watch it though, okay. Mm. Big spoiler happened. Yeah, I guess. Oh, okay. Not gonna tell you that. Um. All right. Uh, yeah. So that was Fear Street Part One. Hopefully, um, maybe, hope, yeah, maybe you can. Better. Maybe if you turned your brain off for this movie, you could enjoy it. Uh, like I, I didn't hate it. <sighs> I want to make that clear, but like, it's just, I, someone told me that this was the weakest one. Right. And I, who I've heard a lot of people saying that, like, give it a chance. It gets better. And I really hope that's the case. Me too. I, 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 because again, there's a lot of this, maybe (laughs) I think I get more mad at a movie that has like so much potential that it just wasted. Yeah. Like, there was so much potential for this movie to, like, really work. It seems like a cool idea. Right. And, and I, I like supernatural plots more than anything. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I, like, I like a supernatural slasher. You know, I, I love Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a silly guy. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, let, let's hope. Let's hold our, our heads right. high and hope. So, that. I'd say watch this in hopes that the second two, that the other two are good. We yeah. don't know currently. And in the end, it is only an hour and 45 minutes. Right. It's not like you're <laughs> – it's no Midsommar where you're, like, committing for, like, three hours to a whole movie, mm-hmm. which, you know, you should commit that to Midsommar because it's great. Um, so, yeah. Any other thoughts? <sighs> I, I, uh, I really like the design of the, 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 the killers. Yeah. Those like, are they, cool. they, they are obviously, like, ripping off, but they're, like, fun ripping off. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like – it's cool, at least. I really like. I think the one I liked the most was like the ghost face rip off the the skull face. Um, um, so next, we're gonna obviously we're gonna be watching part two, right? Uh, with Sadie nineteen seventy eight. Uh, you know, obviously that one's gonna be riffing off. Uh, you know, Halloween, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, mainly. I right. think. Obviously, you know, but seventy slashers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yeah, I guess I guess we'll talk about that uh, when we get there next time. Because uh, I've I've been Mason, and I've been Daniel, and this, and this is Friday. Friday.